0: If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or just keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why you should go to my bookie. Fast, easy, and they pay when you win. What does Mr. X always say? Winning is nice. Getting paid, even nicer. Let's face it. Where you're betting online is just as important as who you're betting on. Listen, I wouldn't put my name attached to these guys if they weren't good and if people didn't get paid. Do the smart thing and get with my bookie. Have an account there just in case. You probably already have an account somewhere else. That's fine. Who doesn't have multiple accounts? Have an account with my bookie. Take advantage of their bonuses. Check out all the other things you can do with my bookie. all the other ways you can bet and the other games they have there, and have fun with it, okay? Did you know you can bet on games after kickoff? Yes, you can. Who doesn't want to fire in a second-half bet to make up for your stupid idea on the first half? If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little, win a lot, try parlays. If all your picks come through, multiply your winnings. It's that simple. Well, it's not that simple, but still. Fire in some parlays, man. It's football season. Have fun. Join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit. That's right, double your first deposit. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, to activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE. Go to mybookie.ag today. You play. You win. You do get paid. Today on the Zapecast, the Antonio Brown saga has taken a new twist. And despite all the breathlessness from the TV pundits, let me plant my flag on. Nothing's going to happen. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me. We talk about the FIBA World Cup and whether losing in it is a disgrace. All that plus a NFL jersey snub that has some people crying foul. Your bonus 45 minutes of gloriously uncensored me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Oh, 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 oh. Here we go. Thursday, September 12, 2019. Thank you for downloading Tomorrow Football 5 Ways Friday. Join us as we romp through pro and college football with fantasy, gambling advice, and other elements of this glorious game we love so much. It's a mere $5 a month for the Friday subscription of Zabe, of the ZabeCast, and I urge you, if you have the resources, to add my little five bucks to your monthly pile of nickel and dime and this and that. And I get you, man. If you got it, I'd appreciate it. If you don't, we'll see you on Monday. Today you got a good show, though, because Notorious J.A.Y., everyone's favorite, or just about everyone's favorite, is in today. And we'll get to him in just a quick second. So I've had a chance now to watch some YouTube reviews and some videos and the the portion of the long-ass conference, the telecon, not the teleconference, the, uh, whatever they call it, the press event, out there at Apple headquarters for the new slew of I things for the upcoming holiday season. I'm in. I'm in on the iPhone 11 Max Pro. The top of the line, bing, bang, boom, I'm in. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. I know, sucker. You might first say, but Zabe, you said you were never going to give up your 8 because it's the last iPhone with a button. And you're worried about giving up your face. I ain't giving them my face. Don't like having to give them my face. Of course, you can bypass that facial unlock thing. It's supposedly faster. Others have said to me, don't worry, Zabe. The government already has your face. The entities that you should be worried about regarding your pretty little mug. Oh, no, they've got it already. In fact, at the customs entry point in the U.S., I do believe you got to put your face up to a uh, screen to take a picture, or perhaps to scan it. So I'm sure the government has it there. It's not the face thing that I do like the button, though. I love the button. I don't like the swipe up. I don't, but I'll get used to it because the triple camera looks absolutely glorious. And this app called Filmic Pro, I think it's called that. Filmic allows you to record on all. Four cameras at once. Oh, my God. So you can do an interview. I mean, this is perfect for podcasters and content creators, this phone, to have a forward-facing camera and a rear-facing camera that's got a wide angle and a tight angle and a medium angle and have it all just record at once. I mean, it's, it's a hell of a thing, man. I know for most people, they go, what's different about this phone than the last? Stronger glass. Better battery, better charging, a little bit more speed, a little bit better cameras. Like, where everyone's saying, where's the wow, man? Apple hadn't come up with anything good in a long time. Yeah, I know. Well, what would you put in the phone? Other than my continuing and never ending rants about how about you make the phone actually work to deliver excellent calls? And that's something that the designers at Apple can't really control. It's on the service providers. But other than that, what would you put into a phone? These things are already supercomputers. They are unbelievable, amazing devices. They're also very addictive. They're like crack pipes in the hands of teenagers and adults alike where we're constantly looking into our phone. eh? What's going on, everybody? And we're sitting there at dinner tables when we should be having nice conversation, and we're looking into our phones. We're checking our messages. We're checking our socials. We're checking our email. I hate it. Nama's guilty, but listen. From a nerd photographer standpoint, I'm in, I'm in, I'm a thousand percent in. Plus this iPhone eight that I went back to last fall, I had to settle for white because the guy at the store said it was silver and really silver is not silver. It's white with silver edges. And I'm like, God damn it. Why'd you tell me this? And then I couldn't return it because I'd already returned too many. And yeah, you know, the rest. So I'm in looking forward to it. Life's short. You got to get toys every now and then. Fuck it. Computational photography, is what it's all about. Computational photography, letting the computer control all kinds of aspects behind the scenes to make your pictures and videos look awesome. Hey, happy Sergio Dip Day. Of course, we missed it by a day. It was on September 11th. I didn't feel like on the actual September 11th it would have been right or appropriate to celebrate Sergio Dip Day. But yes... On September 11th, two years ago, Sergio Dip, a young, handsome, bilingual, Mexican-American TV reporter, got his big sideline pop during the Broncos game on Monday night. Vance Joseph, who was the coach at the time, was having, as we now say, the time of his life.
1: Here on the field from up close, just watching... Coach Vance Joseph, from here, you watch him now on the screen. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL, and here he is having the time of his life (laughs) here on the field. (laughs) And there
0: was uh, Vance Joseph, narrator. Vance Joseph was fired. Or you can fire the black man, whatever works for you. That led to Sergio Dip after the game and after he went viral and after everyone in America is like, wait, what the, who's this, what? And I don't blame him at all. I'm not piling on Sergio. I mean, look, the guy did a hell of a job considering that English is not his first language. Afterwards, he reflected in his hotel room.
1: It's been a couple of hours now trying to digest what just happened to a, 29-year-old Mexican guy like me. It's 9-11. I'm in Denver, Colorado. I've had a few cocktails. <laughs> a Monday night football game between the Broncos and the Chargers. The biggest stage possible. Yes, so dramatic. I was studying my elementary school September 11, 2001 in Calexico, California. Born in Mexicali, Baja California, Mexico, but growing up in the American environment as a minority. A minority like head coaches Vance Joseph and Anthony Lynn. So what I wanted to do was to show some respect, making my debut as a minority on American national TV. The biggest stage out there. Yeah. On the most heartfelt day in this great country made up by immigrants and on some people's perspective, it all went wrong. No. But I truly meant no disrespect. Oh, no. Because all I wanted to do was to show some love to these two historical head coaches. Hopefully, I'll have another chance.
0: No. Narrator.
1: And be sure I'll make the most out of it.
0: Atta boy. What a promo he cut. Narrator. He was never seen from again on American football broadcasts. Happy Sergio Dip Day. Sergio Dip Day should pretty much elevate to the same level, don't you think, guys and gals out there, as Boo Ben Canopte? Who wants to make that a thing? I, I will do it. Every year on nine twelve. So we'll let nine eleven, the actual day that it is Sergio Dip Day, we'll let that pass out of deference to the gravity of the tragedy on that day. And then on 9-12, we'll look back at Sergio dip day. Speaking of dips and dip wads, Jeremy Pruitt, head coach at Tennessee. No, no, he doesn't get it. Jeremy Pruitt, whose team is 0-2 and is under siege at Tennessee, thought the movie Titanic would be a good Motivational reference point to rally the faithful about where the program is headed. Here's what he said, quote, in Titanic, when the boat starts going down, remember all those mice running to the top, right? He told this to the Knoxville quarterback club on Monday. We have a few that's left our program, but you will figure out who wants to be a Tennessee Vol and who won't. He went on to say, I can tell you this, I want to. I know the standards and expectations that we have and the men on our staff and the character that we have. You will see the best of the players at Tennessee throughout the year. Tennessee lost its season opener to Georgia State, embarrassing, 38-30, then fell to BYU, not so embarrassing, but still a bad loss, 29-26, in double overtime on Saturday. Um, Coach, so titanic. Ship goes down, virtually everybody perishes. Huge disaster. Where's the motivational element of this? I'm not getting it. Yes, you're right. A number of rats scurried to the top of the ship. You know who else scurried to the top of the ship to try to save their lives was a lot of the people on board. At least according to the movie. I don't know exactly how it went down on that ice cold night in the uh, North Atlantic. But uh, yeah. Don't think you should ever compare your own program to the Titanic. No matter how much you think... Hey, the rats are jumping off the ship. Isn't that great? And now that the rats are off, it's just us on this, wait a minute, sinking ship. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or just keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why you should go to my bookie. Fast, easy, and they pay when you win. What does Mr. X always say? Winning is nice, getting paid even nicer. Let's face it, where you're betting online is just as important as who you're betting on. Listen, I wouldn't put my name attached to these guys if they weren't good and if people didn't get paid. Do the smart thing and get with my bookie. Have an account there just in case. You probably already have an account somewhere else. That's fine. Who doesn't have multiple accounts? Have an account with my bookie. Take advantage of their bonuses. Check out all the other things you can do with my bookie, all the other ways you can bet and the other games they have there and have fun with it. Okay. Did you know you can bet on games after kickoff? Yes, you can. Who doesn't want to fire in a second-half bet to make up for your stupid idea on the first half? If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little, win a lot, try parlays. If all your picks come through, multiply your winnings. It's that simple. Well, it's not that simple, but still. Fire in some parlays, man. It's football season. Have fun. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right. Double your first deposit. Use promo code ZABE. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE. Go to MyBookie.ag today. You play. You win. You do get paid. Without further ado, we head on up to Baltimore for Notorious J-A-Y. Here we go. Hello? Jay Cottrell, my man.
1: How are you, Steve?
0: Doing good. Sorry you're so late in the week. People are used to their notorious J-A-Y by at least Tuesday. I made them wait this week because of travels and other scheduling. But I'm glad I did wait because holy fuck, look at Antonio Brown now. Oh. Or Antonio I... Brown
2: or the Steelers. I don't know what is oh, uh, on, the, on the Exactly. Plate 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 plate. Yeah. All
0: right. Let's get into it here. And uh, yeah, your Steelers, unbelievably terrible showing in and week one.
2: You know my you know, hatred for Mike Tomlin? So this is not a race issue.
0: No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. You know who else hates Mike Tomlin is Big Tony. Who is as authentic, right. authentically black as they come, although he's a big hunter, which probably deducts points from his <laughs> authenticity scale. <laughs> on the black scale. Not that, not that black guys can't love to hunt. There's nothing wrong with it. But he's country. He's country, he's man. But that box checked <laughs> on, on our, uh,
2: on our dossier. That's yeah. not a
0: box that's checked. Right. But, that said, that said, so Big Tony hates Tomlin as well. Calls into our shows in D.C. all the time. He's like, look here, Slim, man. This coach, Tomlin, he's a fool, all right? He's been holding us back for years, man. I tell you what, he ain't got no control of this roster. So
2: I'm, I'm talking to my, one of my best friends via text during the game, and I just texted, I hate Mike Tomlin. And he's a Cowboy fan. And he said, you get no sorry, sorry tears from me. We had Dave Campo. I got the ginger you have had what 25 seasons of not losing with Cower and Tomlin. I said, yes, but I can never, and please any Steelers fan who can enlighten me, I can never think of a time where he made a move that helped the team to win. I've never said, wow, that was a great move by Tomlin. I remember Cower and the onside kick in the Super Bowl. That was a ballsy move. I never remember Tomlin doing anything to aid a victory well yeah. he tried David, he, cha- he hey three.
0: he tried to trip jacoby jones of the ravens
2: yes i was there for that game and he actually the field goal down 30 to nothing just to get three oh, that sorry, was 23 23 nothing he kicked a field goal it, from the three
0: okay so yeah that, i i didn't
2: it's one of the dumbest moves i've ever seen in my entire life
0: how much time was left in the game
2: it was in the third quarter
0: well, maybe, uh, maybe the chart said that's how you do it. <laughs> it's all about the stupid ass chart, right?
2: I, I don't want to hear you bitching about Jay Gruden. Tomlin is not that not, not that much better than Jay Gruden. He has better talent than Jay Gruden does, but he is not that great great of a coach. In fact, he's a terrible coach. I'm just going to say it.
0: Do you know that there are uh, there are some white writers that took to Twitter to keep up on behalf of Tomlin? Actually, one of them was. Jamel Hill. I don't know why I even saw her tweet. I don't think I follow her. But they uh they 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 decided to cape up by taking shots at John Gruden as Antonio Brown forced his way out by saying, Hey, are we gonna read the same narratives about John Gruden can't control his team because it's a white black double standard? And I'm like, you're reaching on that one. Uh- <coughs> Because John Gruden is getting plenty of flack from a lot of people for being a clown act just by who he and, is.
2: And, and cuck holding, uh Mike Mayock.
0: Oh, yeah, well, there's that as well, which we can get into. So when was the last time we talked? Last time you and I talked, I believe Antonio Brown was still a Raider. He was still a Raider. Jesus, <laughs> all these things that have transpired since then. So we'll try to get through the most of it as possible. So given how slow your franchise is to change head coaches what will it take if tomlin misses the playoffs he's out right he's
2: not going anywhere because cowher had some six and ten five and eleven seasons he ain't going anywhere
0: this would be back-to-back losing seasons or back-to-back back -back, back, i'm sorry back-to-back non-playoff they were nine seven and one last year
2: i don't see cleveland doing anything after week one so i'm not really worried about
0: them uh, yeah but baltimore you live up there how, how is the hype for baltimore and lamar jackson huh, huh? uh 16, 16 and 0
2: and lamar jackson will throw for eight thousand yards that's <laughs> that's what everybody here is thinking on yeah,
0: the one on the one hand yeah. it was miami on the other hand he it threw was some, a,
2: against a professional team
0: professional team and he threw some fucking dimes i watched he some did. of the highlights so i was like damn
2: Lamar Jackson would be the perfect player, but I'm just going to say this because I can. Have you heard him being interviewed? <sighs> Not the most articulate fellow. That's the only. That's the only thing. That's the only downfall to Lamar Jackson. He
0: uh he speaks like a running back. Is that <laughs> is that wrong of me to say? Is that
2: racist? Oh, oh don't say that because he's a quarterback, Zaven.
0: Okay, but he, but but I could fall behind the hey uh, Christian McCaffrey's a running back. See, yeah, that, there's that, some white that, running backs. That that's that your one. <laughs> that's my that, one, exactly. That's one. Well, well no, he, he, he talks like a positional player. How about that? Quarterbacks. I wouldn't, quarter...
2: I wouldn't want to have him on my, on my radio show. That's what I'm saying.
0: Okay. Well, that's fine, but here's the uh, flip side of it. The guy who backs him up, who also <laughs> happens to be black, who – threw six for six and had a touchdown pass, which kind of tells you the Dolphins are sorry-ass mofos.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that guy, he he had the act down. He talked like a natural-born leader. RG3 looked and sounded as impressive as any young player I have ever seen to the point where he totally flim-flammed me. He duped me. He had me believing. I'm like this guy is unnaturally mature for his age, when in fact Jay, the exact opposite, was true, immature. Was
2: it was it him or was his dad, and his team? Was it was it them or was it? I don't know. Was it
0: him? I don't know. But Robert was great. Robert won every press conference. He won every podium he was at, for the most part. Until he had one complete shit game against Tampa, and then said afterwards, "Hey, man." Uh, if the rest of the team doesn't play well, I'm not going to look very good. That's true of Aaron Rodgers, true of Tom Brady. And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just put your name in that sentence?
2: And it, now, you know, that Ben Roethlisberger Monday said, this is all on me. Even though I like, I just roll my eyes at anything Ben Roethl- Roethlisberger says, that's the way to do it. You, you're the quarterback. you got to jump on the grenade.
0: How fat does Ben's face look now?
2: Oh, my God. I was thinking that also. They would show shots of him. He can't play another four years because he'll balloon. He'll well, I'll say like the late Jared Lorenzen.
0: All right. So is this season salvageable for the Pittsburgh Steelers? I'll take your I calls. Called, 800.
2: I it. No. I, I called him. Remember, I said, Juju Smith is not a number one. You can't uh, replace Le'Veon Bell with James Conner, who's a good running back. Le'Veon Bell's a great running back. I said this in the summer. So I think you did. Yes, I did.
0: I think you so, did. Okay.
2: I'm just going to sit here and be angry at every Sunday. <laughs> That's
0: it. Okay. Well, you know what? A lot of us who haven't had the kind of success your franchise has had are sitting back going, good, good, now you can live like we live, day-to-day, week-to-week, year-to-year.
2: whoa, 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 whoa. When I was younger, the Steelers suck. The late- Whoa,
0: whoa, no, whoa. No, when, when
2: I was younger, no, no, no. When when uh, Bubby Brister was the quarterback, Todd Blackledge- Those weren't great years. Hold on. You you forgot about when Chuck Knoll got old. Hold on. Those years were like seven and nine, six and tens.
0: Hold on. I think I hear it, Jay. Oh, there it is. It's the world's tiniest violin (laughs) playing the world's saddest fucking song. Nobody cares. The Pittsburgh Steelers are a pedigreed franchise that had dominant success in the seventies. Yes, they went a little bit sideways in the late eighties and nineties, and then they've had dominant success ever since. Shut the fuck up! If you want to be my if you want to be my FTG for the week, keep it up, Jay. <laughs> keep it up. All well, right.
2: I mean, well, can, well, can we go to college football and then talk about USC? Uh, well and let's save Lin-Swan?
0: let's save college I've got to talk Antonio Brown because okay, of this yes, this rape yes. allegation all right yes this 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 civil lawsuit looks completely fishy and it is almost illegal to say not illegal it's almost death to your career to say over paid corporate airwaves and maybe I shouldn't be saying it here but this woman looks like she is making a run for pure money.
2: But she's only, do, only, only seventy-five thousand. That—that's an arbitrary number to me. That's when I said, "That's a, how do you come up with seventy-five thousand for a guy I, for a guy jerking off on your back while you're watching <laughs> Sunday Service? How did you come up? Is there a chart?"
0: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That is some crazy ass shit that you're streaming way, religious you programming think- <laughs> and Brown cranks it and throws a load on her back while watching.
2: If you ever think your freak flag flies higher than anybody else. Nope. Just no. That I, I wouldn't even that that's like the ninety-eighth thing that would come into my mind. If I was
0: <laughs> like- <laughs> so 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 look, I I, th- I think it looks fishy. Now the 75 grand is such that um I think that's all she can legally file for, for some uh, reasons. She has to either prove, like, damages of some regard. Look, this happened in 2017. I'm sorry, but if you have been raped and or sexually assaulted in 2017 and you don't report it to the police, I have zero sympathy for you. I understand about why survivors... or or why victims feel shame and they're intimidated and they don't want to report stuff. I get all that. We're way past the age of enlightenment where if something really bad did happen, you have to suck up the courage to go do what's right or take it and deal with it and move on with life if you choose not to. So that's number one with me. And number two is that her background does seem fishy. Now, could she be a thirsty hoe angling for money and Antonio Brown? be a sexually aggressive quasi-rapist? Yes, both. And yes. But right, both can be true at the same time. So it's like you can come into a situation where both parties do not have clean hands, as the term goes in legal parlance, and then you have to sort out, well, who's more wrong between the thirsty, grifting hoe and the aggressive, possible quasi-rapist baller? I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. I'm just here to say, Jay, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen for this reason. Tyreek Hill had his son with a broken arm. Protective, protective Services in Kansas City was like, we think the child's in danger, but we can't sort out what's going on. He's on tape having said, you better be terrified of me too, bitch. And he once did violently harm the same woman. And what did the NFL do? Nothing. You know what they're gonna do well, to Antonio Brown? Fucking nothing. Nothing,
2: because the owner of the team that he plays for really can't say
0: shit either. <laughs> Why? Because he got a a, a cranky at uh, the Orchids of Asia.
2: I mean, but he's he's under litigation right now, right?
0: No, I don't think so. I mean, he's fighting his. He
2: was.
0: No, no, he's uh, Kraft is fighting his charges.
2: Okay, but that's
0: not the same as being sued by somebody for assault. But. Yeah, you're right on that. Isn't,
2: but isn't he like one of the uh, what, are, what are what are the other charges against him? Um, oh God, what, they they hit him with um, sex trafficking. Remember? No, remember, no, they, no. They,
0: that no, that's disappeared. That's dissolved. Okay, the the right. sheriff said they 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 believed that that was going on. They quietly <laughs> dropped that. That was all bullshit, trumped up stuff. And so that's kind of in limbo. But here's the thing: look at the trend. If this were if this were a, a rivalry series, players versus Shield, the Shield had <laughs> won every game like Nebraska in the 80s against their Big 12 opponents, right? And then the trend has been going the players lately because think about it. Tyreek Hill got a win. Reuben Foster got a win. I bet you Antonio Brown's going to get a win. The only guy that I can recall in recent vintage that has gotten suspended by the league for any kind of domestic issue was this guy. Adrian Peterson. No, that was – well, if that's going even further back, uh, Jaron Reed for the Seahawks got sat down. Yeah, right. Thank you. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, he got sat down for six games for an incident that really didn't result in any charges, and it was two years ago. But the NFL just chooses these low-profile cases to hammer, and the high-profile ones that are dicey, because Tyreek Hills is dicey. And this Antonio Brown was dicey. They don't want to touch it. They have the NFLJ has lost the heart to get in there and hammer guys like they did to Zeke Elliott. That's my thought. I'll but, hang up but, in the small why, But
2: Zeke Elliott keeps getting punished for. Well, keeps he got once, but no, twice. He well, they
0: investigated a, him for the security guard knockdown. Okay. But guess what? But they're always Guess ready what?
2: To jump on him.
0: Guess what? The security guard wanted from Zeke.
2: Seventy-five thousand.
0: No, like a lot more than that. Something like a couple hundred thousand. A public apology, tickets to to cowboy games. Didn't we go through this story? No. Oh my god, you never heard what the security guard wanted?
2: I didn't. I did not know he wanted tickets to the uh, cowboy game. I did not hear that. One. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. He he no. he wanted all kinds of shit. It was crazy. And it's like this is what happens. There's grifters and scammers and thirsty hoes. And little dipshits like the security guard who actually took a photo of Zeke after the incident, smiling.
2: Well, uh, Antonio Brown has some videos of him and the woman in question.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So let me go through this. This is great. So he he, he emailed this woman allegedly. And shout out. uh, Shout out.
2: By the way, Central Michigan has to take back their uh, (laughs) their diploma. (laughs) And if you graduated that year from Central Michigan, your diploma is null and void now. He, he is damn near illiterate. He
0: ahead, he, he he wasn't a lit major. Let's put it that way. He, was, at he Central. wasn't anything major. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Zeke for still using email, huh? What guys today still use that? Like it's all about Instagram, texting, etc. He's actually still typing out emails. Or I think he is voice emailing. So uh, Barstool Sports went to uh, translate into real English what the two emails say. Here we go. Ready? I jacked, yes. I jacked my dick on your back, slept with you in bed. Fuck your knowledge, bitch. I've been all pro before I even knew you. You hit me up online, bitch, crying. I didn't hit you up. You never left my house since you had a hotel. You fell asleep on my couch. Fuck out of here, my baby mama. Trick your dumb ass. Blast me, you are a failure, telling everyone you own a gym. You, what you gone blast. Don't fucking write my phone, lion, lean, bitch, lion, bitch. Lion, bitch, oh, yeah, L-I-E-N. Yeah. <laughs> Thought it was easy. Yeah. Thought it was easy to come up using God's alias, fake ass hoe. Your mama thought all your hoes had to come up. Fuck out of here! Don't write my team. <laughs> Maybe he did type that with his thumbs. Cause don't you think? Don't you think Siri would do a better job of cleaning all that up?
2: Yeah. When when I read that and I said when uh, um when Lion, he was L I E N yeah I just but just put the phone down and said I, I can't my head's spinning now I can't. Here's the translation here's the
0: yeah, here's the barstool sports translation. I did indeed ejaculate on your back. In fact, we slept together in the same bed. It's worth pointing out, however, that your training methods are not responsible for my success as I was an all pro football player before I even knew you. You reached out to me via the internet while in an emotional state. It was not I who made the initial contact. And despite you having your own hotel room, you decidedly slept in my house. On one occasion, you even fell asleep on my couch. Kindly stop whatever it is that you are doing, and please be aware that the mother of my child is on my side and has fooled you with her wit and brilliance. (laughs) You are not successful, and you do not own a gym, so perhaps it would be in your best interest to stop giving people invalid information. I would also greatly appreciate it if you no longer used me and my heavenly presence as your contact or point of reference. Your whorish ways and your mother are both mistaken if you think you can become wealthy because of moi. Please refrain, refrain from contacting my place of employment.
2: <laughs> I hate I hate basketball sports, but that's funny.
0: Okay, yeah, don't. That's funny. So I guess when he says a come up, that means a scam.
2: Don't 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 try to uh, further your career. The come up
0: using God alias fake ass hoe. You and your mama thought y'all's hoes had a come up fuck out of here don't write my team
2: you know where he met her right you, you heard that at central yes bible study
0: wow godliness is very important <laughs> in the nfl
2: when you put that jesus out there i'm telling you
0: <laughs> how do you how do you square even sending an email like this much less the ejaculating on her back while you're watching sunday services
1: how do you square you remember, that up
0: with, okay, I'm a good Christian. I'm doing the right thing in life. I'm treating people with respect. Uh,
2: someone asked me, how could you do that? And I said, I don't have the, I don't have that gene in my system. So I can't explain this.
0: I don't either. The second email was this. Thanks for giving us control of your life for three weeks. Next time you and your mama plotting on a come up, make sure all hoes, all, make sure you all hose pick the right man dumb ass hoes maybe somebody you already fucked your mama controlling your life like she gone help the come up you failed at gymnast you a nobody me ends a laugh about this shit me bussing on your back emoji emoji i'll let him know when i'm bored you a disgrace to little girls you a failed gymnast living in the past at your mama house with your mama lucky i showed you around you're welcome my baby mama know a weak bitch when she spot one you played yourself Double emoji again. Oh, Central Michigan's
2: go. got to be proud.
0: I think he's going to play the whole year for the Patriots, be awesome, and not get in trouble. That's my stance. What do you think?
2: I know. I, I thought that I said there's no way he plays, and then I thought Belichick. Unless there is some concrete evidence, Belichick doesn't care. No, He'll let him play.
0: In fact, here is Belichick deflecting answers. When it came to this very issue, where did that file go? I just had it here. Son of a bitch. Hold on just two seconds. I got it right here. Yeah, Belichick doesn't care. I think I think he'll fall in. I think. Maybe now I'm starting to rethink it. Maybe it'll be beyond his control. I mean, this guy's life has been just a tornado of wreckage around him, right? Yeah.
2: So, I, I mean... Maybe he'll fall in line, and maybe Belichick, they will fall in love and be besties.
0: (laughs) Fall in line and fall in love. Here it is right here. I should have been able to see it right in front of my eyes. Uh, Here's Belichick on the Antonio Brown situation. Come on. Oh. Oh, interesting. Why is it not playing? Stand by, (laughs) Jay. We'll let it. We will edit this out in post production, and by that I mean no, we're not going to. You're just gonna have to sit there. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I no, go no, in not gonna there. All right. Well, anyway, so I. I did hear A- what he
2: said. I, I did hear. He was like, "I have no, uh, I have no knowledge of this. We, 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 you know, we're gonna let it play out." I, I heard. I heard what he said today.
0: Yeah. So I think he's. I think it sucks because the Patriots look awesome. They'll be more awesome with Antonio Brown. He will fall in line. League ain't gonna do shit. They're a bunch of bitch-ass hoes, Goodell. You a bitch-ass hoe, Goodell? You think you got to come up on a B with this? Fuck you, bitch! You ain't gonna do shit. (laughs) And he's gonna play the whole year, and he's gonna have a gazillion touchdowns. And Gronk is coming back. It's it's unfair. No,
2: Gronk. Have you seen Gronk? He weighs like two ten. So no, Gronk is not be a wide receiver. (laughs) <laughs> Gronk wave, like I, I saw Gronk like a week ago and I was like Jesus Christ he's, he, he's okay, not 210 220 right. so he has lost a ton shit ton of weight
0: 210 220 whatever it takes
2: whatever it took yeah
0: uh, feeble World Cup USA losers out in the semis don't even medal we went
2: I, I, I called this one too that I, we talked about this is that the team was a joke
0: I'd, are we shocked no, I'm kind of shocked they made it as far as they did.
2: I, they should have lost a turkey in the first round. You are exactly right, yes.
0: I think they sent our C team, meaning the 21st through 30th best players in America.
2: The One of the Plumlee boys is on the team. That's all you need to know. I, and Brooke Lopez.
0: That is a tragedy right there, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yes. Better, Plumlee and Brooke Lopez made the
0: team. Never send a Plumlee to do a man's job in international basketball.
2: (laughs) Even though one of the Plumleys is an Army Ranger now. Like the third one. Yeah, Hmm. like the third one, I think it is.
0: All right, I'm going to give you the roster and try not to vomit. Harrison (laughs) Barnes, Jalen Brown, Joe Harris, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Donovan Mitchell, Mason Plumlee, Marcus Smart, Miles Turner, Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum. Derek White and that's your team of guys.
2: Again, they that is that is our F team. I mean, Kemba Walker
0: is one all-star on that team. All right, that's one. that's 12 guys. So, a C team of our best would be players numbers 25 through 36. Do you think that's even further down that their players 37 through 48? Mason
2: Plumlee is on the team.
0: I know. Well, you need some size, man. He's Come like on. He's
2: like 60. Brooke Lopez. Uh, Mason's,
0: Mason's 29. Come on, easy now.
2: Okay, nice but, try. But, no, but, but
0: but Brooke Lopez is 31, so there's that. It,
2: well, I mean, you know what? This is not going to be the team in in, uh, in China, so it doesn't really
0: matter. Yeah, at least we automatically qualified for the Olympics. That's kind of all we cared about. We're like, look, we don't want to do this shit in a qualifying tournament, so let's just get that knocked out.
2: Greg Popovich, not a great... Uh, Dossier, he was on. He was one of the coaches on the two thousand four team.
0: Yeah, Popovich. Remember Popovich? Yeah, he was, Popovich he was on
2: the Larry Brown staff.
0: Popovich, Kerr, and Jay Wright on the staff. How about that? Oh.
2: Steve Kerr was on the. Oh. Yeah. That was very quiet. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, Pop Kerr and Jay Wright was one of the assist, assistants. Also, some guy named Lloyd Pierce. I have no idea who he is.
2: No, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit.
0: Is it? Should we be embarrassed? Should we try to win this shit or no?
2: No, because everybody knows that they brought their F team. Okay. I mean, somebody tried to explain. Oh, Greece has a handful of pros. No, they don't. They have Nicholas Batune and Frank Nikilakita.
0: Nikilakila Nikilakita.
2: Who barely who barely plays for the Knicks. Don't don't tell me that they lost to some great Greek team. No, we just their their team was a little better than our shit team.
0: Okay. Uh, Do you want to hear a race story before we get to fuck that guy and wrap it up today?
2: A race story?
0: Yes. A story about racial rules and regulations.
2: Oh, this ought to be wonderful.
0: Walter Mosley. Do you know who he is?
2: The name sounds familiar, but go ahead.
0: He's a columnist and TV writer who quit the Star Trek Discovery Series Writer's Room after CBS admonished him for uttering the N-word, but only in the t- context of storytelling. He said what he was doing was in, you know, this was like at lunch, I guess, in the writer's room. He told a story about a cop who explained to me in the streets of L.A. that he stopped all ends in a Patty neighborhood. I don't know what Patty means.
2: I don't got me on that one.
0: And he stops all patties in N neighborhoods because they were usually up to no good. An unidentified writer in the room complained to HR about the use of the N word. HR then admonished Mosley, who is black, although he's very light skinned. You might want to Google him, Jay. Not that it matters. Not that it matters. You tell me though this is the ancient rivalry. Light skinned, black skin. So light skin. Yeah. Okay. black skin. Dark skin. Okay. Uh anyway, so so some nudnik in the room went behind his back to HR. He's like, mm, he said the N word. HR said that Mosley could write that word in a script, but he couldn't say it out loud. <coughs> Mosley said, Okay, the world's gone fucking crazy. I'm out. And he quit the show. Writing about it in the oh, Hollywood what? Reporter was one Kareem Abdul Jabbar. You may have known him from such previous hits as, as Look at My Goggles and You Can't st- Stop This Skyhook. Same guy. Now writing for The Hollywood Reporter, Kareem said, quote, There's all kinds of crazy in that previous paragraph. Jay, I'll turn it over to you. Your thoughts.
2: So wait a minute. So he was saying it in the writer's room. And
0: yeah, he's so- telling a story. He's like, Look, uh, there was once a cop I knew who said to me, "I stop all ends and patty neighborhoods and all patties and N neighborhoods because they're usually up to no good." And some other writer in the room is like, hmm, "I'm, I'm triggered by this. I'm going to go to HR and complain." HR is like, "Ah, yeah, ah, oh, Walter, you can write that word if it's in a script. You just can't say it out loud."
2: Uh, that's that's pretty. Uh, he does have the card to say it. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that, How that's about
0: the problem. nude Nick who went behind his back to bitch to HR? Probably a white guy or gal. Oh,
2: got,
0: got to be a millennium. Got to be, right? Gotta In be. instead they, of they Instead of having to the courage to, face face to, face to face. say to him, Mr. Mosley, I really admire your writing, but um I get uncomfortable hearing that word. Is there any way we could dance around it?
2: Nah, I'll just go to HR. Yeah,
0: I'll just go to HR. That could be... My FTG, but it's not. Jay, are you ready for FTG? Then let's light it up. Here we go. Stand by.
1: I'm not a good guy.
0: I'm the guy. (laughs) Ha ha, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do you got this week? Uh, So I'm driving back.
2: uh, We went on a family vacation last week, and we were driving back, and there was an accident on 301, and uh, everybody was, you know, merging into one lane. Some guy drives on the the shoulder for, like, two miles.
0: Two miles?
2: It it was a while.
0: Two miles?
2: It was a while. And he tried to cut in, and nobody would let him in. I wanted to thank every person in the—because I hate those people (laughs) that drive on the shoulder— and think that they could get in just because they drive on the shoulder. I wanted to roll my window down and say, fuck that guy. Cause it me off. Because everybody else.
0: For all you shoulder thing. drivers out there, it's different from being aggressive zipper mergers, which is legal and actually recommended. If there is a legal lane open, you are of no obligation to pre merge just because you can see the lane is ending. You're allowed to use every bit of it. You know that, right? But the shoulder is different. Ain't no driving on the shoulder. So you say to everyone out there, shoulder driving. Fuck that guy. All right, my FTG for the week goes to one Demarcus Lawrence. A little Jimmy came up to DeMarcus Lawrence in a Saquon Barkley jersey and wanted to get an autograph. DeMarcus Lawrence walked right by him and said, get the right jersey, son. And then got into a van and left. Ha <laughs> ha I mean, come on, the kid's a kid. He likes you and he likes Saquon Barkley. Do you gotta be that way, Demarcus? The poor kid's gonna be in counseling now. His dad's spending nights consoling him. Lighten up Francis to DeMarcus Lawrence. <laughs> Fuck that
2: guy. Oh, that's a good one.
0: Kinda hardcore, isn't it?
2: That's a good one. That's good though. You like that? Teaching his teaching that kid good life lessons.
0: Okay. All right, Jay, as always, a pleasure, my friend. Thank you for your time. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck to your Steelers, and I'll see you next week.
2: Bye bye now. All
0: right, let's end on this today. I couldn't believe it when I saw it, so I Googled it and I'm like, yeah, this is real, actually. This qualifies for a stat not of the day, not of the month, maybe the stat of forever? Graphic on a screen uh, involving Bruce Bochy, manager of the San Francisco Giants, read as follows. Bruce Bochy, seasons as manager, uh, 1995 to 2019. Career record, 1,995 wins. You guessed it, 2019 losses. Then to make it even more delicious, record with Giants. Because, remember, there was a stint in San Diego. His record with the Giants is 1,044 wins. And, yeah, can you believe it? 1,044 losses. The reason I didn't believe the graphic was it looked like they just used the numbers as a placeholder. That they started with, okay, let's get a Bruce Brochi graphic. We're going to show him on screen here. Years as manager, 1995 to 2019. Okay, what's his record? Okay, shit, I don't know. All right, just just put in the same numbers. We'll figure out his record. What about his record with the Giants? Not counting San Diego. Uh, Just put in something, anything. Sure enough, though, this is the glitch in the matrix that must portend imminent doom. He really is. 1,995 up, 2,019 down, and his record with the Giants is a dead even, 1044 and 1044. And yes, he's managed in the bigs from 1995 to 2019. Holy God, is that wild! Reporters and blog posts are saying, Bochi has to retire before the game tonight. He's got to. Like, he got to preserve that perfect record. Seasons match up with the record, match up with his Giants record. And if that wasn't itself good enough, apparently, apparently the Seattle Mariners from 1995 to 2019, what do you think the Seattle Mariners' record is as a team? I'll just sit here and wait for it. Oh, oh you guessed it. 1995 up and 2019 down. If this isn't the ultimate testament to the fact that baseball is a win-one, lose-one, win-two, lose-two game, I don't know what is. Numbers are interesting in sports. You should do more numbers and stats. Okay. Was that a new character, is it? It's kind of insensitive. Sounded like he might, uh, might be a special. Okay, never mind. Thanks for listening, everybody. Tomorrow, Football Five Ways Friday. If you are not yet a subscriber, go to uh, the subscription page, which is... Oh, shit, where is it? I should probably research this. Uh, I believe it's a link somewhere. Where's that? On the internet? Damn it, you got me. Alright, if you if you're having trouble finding how to subscribe via Libsyn or via whatever website I am on, Zabe.com, just email me and I'll send you the link. And tomorrow we'll do Football Five Ways Friday. We hope to deliver some winners. We always try our hardest. We will certainly entertain and give you all of the week two matchups in Your Looking Live and more. Thanks for listening. Have a great Thursday and we will see you tomorrow.